It's the Heat Army Podcast Live. That can only mean one thing. It's Wednesday, it's 9pm, and we're brought to you in association with Naked Print. It's a fully interactive show. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on Twitter, at Heat underscore Army, and our broadcasting service on Spreaker. You can chat to us on there. Simply sign in with a Facebook account, an email account, or your Twitter account. Follow us on there. Once we're broadcasting live, a little speakerphone will appear and you can talk to us throughout the show. Don't be a stranger. Say hello. Tell us what you think about everything about Gated FC that is happening in and around this week. But remember, the biggest thing is, is share this show with everybody. We want as many people interacting and talking about Gator Football Club. Hello, welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live. It is 9pm and it is the start of a new season. It's issue one of the Heat Army Podcast of the 2018-2019 season. And, well, we thought we'd have a big show coming back um, because, you know, we had our little summer break. Little did we know that the club was going to change ownership today out of the blue and um, we have a new owner. So that is all to talk about. Very exciting times at Gated Football Club. And also pre-season, the fixtures are out, new players are in and optimism is very, very high. Unbeaten in pre-season as well, so so much to talk about. And as ever, it is a fully interactive show. You can message us on the Spreaker website or if you've got the app, sign in with your Facebook account, your Twitter account or an email account. Follow the Heat Army podcast live. You'll get notifications when we are broadcasting live and you can message us on the chat facility, a little speech bubble, comment on the show and you can do it live as we are talking and also on Twitter at Heed underscore Army and uh, what a way to start this, the pre-season well, say it isn't pre-season start the, the issue one of the new season off um, and uh, well, new owner in Dr. Rajan Vigasi of Agassi. Um so we welcome him to the Heed Army fold and also what seems to be his right hand man when uh, Dr Vagasi isn't in the country is Mike Williams so uh, a big welcome to them they've come into the club and uh, before we move on any further we'll say a big thank you to Richard and Julie Bennett as well um, you know the tenure at the end was probably a little bit tough on them um, thankfully they stayed on you know funded us till the new owner come in and um, they go um, with our thanks and uh, on a personal note they thanked you know they helped the podcast came on numerous times and also helped us uh, start the comedy which we hope we can continue to do under the new regime at Gator Football Club so a big thank you Richard and Judy and all the best uh, in the future for them um, but that said it just leaves me introduce a studio guest tonight uh, Andrew couldn't make it he's uh, having tea with his mum he's a good boy but we've got a bad boy in the studio tonight it's uh, Mickey Barris hello Mickey good evening bad boy well yeah. I'm just these to, wings kill my butt I'm just trying to build up the atmosphere tonight we've got lots of people messaging in already we'd love you to keep doing it um, so we want that all the way through and also on Twitter please do it please get involved but it's um this morning I got a message about twenty past ten saying you've picked a good day to do a podcast and I thought is there a little bit of sarcasm in that and, I, and then I got a phone call later on saying that there was a takeover and that there'd be news at twelve o'clock and I was like 
Nah. Enough. But ah. li- little did we know, it, it's true. And um, what we know at the moment is is that it's the Hong Kong-based businessman that um, tried to take over earlier in the season. He's come back with an amended business plan. All has been um, accepted by the league. And um, the takeover is officially in place today. And Dr. Rajan Vagesi, who is Hong Kong-based businessman, I believe, um, from other parts of Asia, but he's um, a shipping tycoon in the area of shipping and shipbuilding, and also, I believe, a professor at a university as well. So we've got... Um, <laughs> how can you take that in? We've just got a, you know, a, a businessman from another country has took an interest in Gateshead, and got to be thankful for that. And it, it's... An exciting time, isn't it, Mickey? Yeah, this is very exciting. I mean, it'd be interesting to hear what his number two, Mike Williams, has got to say, or if Mr. Vigazi is going to come out and speak himself. You would uh, imagine that'll come in, in the coming yeah, weeks. Let the dust die. settle. And one thing I would say is as well, I'm not going to tell anyone how to post on social media. Don't get too carried away. We don't know what's happening. People are saying, oh, well... I mean, I've seen other fans saying, oh, well, it's Gateshead and Salford for the league this year. Yeah. <laughs> Look, let's not get carried away. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah, No, but we, uh, you know, stability, that's that's what we want. If you go back a couple of months ago, you would have snapped someone's arm off for this, and it's happened. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's enjoy that we've got a new owner in. Embrace and welcome the Heed Army family. Mm. And that's what we want to do. So, um, you know, welcome aboard Mr. Vigasi. and. um Yep, we have um, a message from Andy Mason. Nice, quiet show tonight. Not much to talk about, of course. <laughs> uh, and Skirfield, we're not reading that out. No, we're not having swear words. And um, Paul no. Doolan sitting back with a bucket of popcorn ready for uh, this evening, gents. Oh, well, didn't know we were that kind of entertainment with popcorn, but uh, get the kettle on. Paul. Yes, uh, Paul Doolan, former Gator player, of course. Andy Mason's But What do you think... Uh, uh, sorry, do you think we can get Richard back on for a future podcast and talk about their time at the club? Hopefully, uh, it'd be nice Hopefully, to do yeah. that. But I think let's let the death, the dust settle. Um, I think Richard's probably been working well two of them probably been working like a Trojan in the background trying to get this sorted. I think, to be honest, I think they'd be ready for a break. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, uh, both myself and Mickey did message Richard and Julie uh, separately um, and um, you know thanked them for. Um, their endeavours with the club and also uh, with the podcast. I mean, what, before we, we don't want to keep going over old things, but we got to remember they put in a lot of money into the club. You know, there's not uh, a Heed fan in here will never, you know, they, will never forget what they have done. Yeah, we, we're all eternally grateful for. Without Richard and Julie three years ago, we'd be sailing down a certain creek yeah. without a paddle and um, well and Skirfields but we need to build the club not spend thousands on players exactly use any kind of money to build the football club and if we listen to Steve Watson when he came on the podcast um, when we did the live shows from Three Tons um, he wants to build something he wants to use local players get them into it and, an academy he's got plans and hopefully the new owners see his light as well and, and we can build something because even under Graham Wood, I think that the model was like a crew Alexandria. Develop players, sell them on, use your players in your side and, and build into the community. So hopefully that'll be the thing to do. But um, also as well, new players, 
Oh, yeah. Pre-season so far has been really good. Um, we've got a good test on Saturday way to Bly Spartans. Of course, we are providing full match commentary for that. If you're unable to get up behind enemy, enemy territory, we only joke because we're thankful that Bly Spartans are letting us broadcast from there as well. Um, but yeah, and, and say we'll that the, batteries and away. the league fixtures. Also, the fundraising event, we'd love you to get along with that still. We want to show the new owners that the Gated fans are behind the club, that the fans are going to work and do their part because we have been lazy in the past. I think there's no getting uh, away from that. Let's not get away from the fact, yeah, we might have a new owner in, but we have to still do our bit. Yep. The summer has galvanised the fans, which is brilliant to see. Now it's up to us to keep pushing it. He might want me to do certain things. So yep. be it. Well, as I say, one of the good things in the statement is that they're keen to work with uh, the volunteers that are still at the club, yeah. everyone that works at the club, and the fans as well. So, you know, we can't really talk about too much more on that till yeah. we know. Um, but it'll be interesting to hear from uh, the new owner and his right hand man, uh, who we've seen uh, the last two games as well so it's nice to see these people getting integrated in the club uh, (laughs) I did I was was wondering who that man was in them fantastic pink shorts so hopefully (laughs) he'll let us know where you get them Um, but in all seriousness no it was nice to see I mean now we know what was going on Mm. I've seen a man walking around being introduced to the club talking to the players he was getting in a base level and that's what you want and hopefully we, we, we might be able to speak to him on the podcast you mm. never know and we'll get to find out more about the plans of well, what Dr. Go. Vigese You've already got. got an idea for the end of season fancy dress pink shirts Oh there, yeah that's, that's what you want yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, espadrilles um, Right Ooh, uh, um, Andy Mason's put disappointed to see we have lost Connor Bell would have uh, been a striker with a proven track record on plus side uh, I don't mind he's signed else I don't think he's signed elsewhere yet. Well, that's what pre-season's all about. We knew there was going to be a lot of trialists come in. Now, I was impressed with McManus. But let's talk about the players that have come in. Lewis Maloney um, is one that I've been impressed with so far in pre-season. Looks a creative player, as well as Greg Ollie. Um, you know, the midfield, it's, it's, it is, it's looking quite optimistic, isn't it? Well, I've said it on, on Twitter since... Uh, that was my first pre-season game last night. Um and there are some really really talented young lads there you've got I mean you had no Fraser Kerr no Scott Barra in that team yesterday their 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 experience will help them kids along if we I mean we don't know what the crack is with the owners yet if we can add another couple of experienced players to that mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're going to win the league we're not going to be cannon fodder by any stretch well, of the imagination. That, that's my assessment, uh, anyway, from what I've seen. I'm but not expecting miracles, but it's going to stand them lads in good stead. Because yesterday, John Mellish yesterday was fantastic. Well, you beat me to the punch there. Because Absolutely fantastic. So was Tom White. Robbie Tinkler, playing in a sweeper role, looked as if he'd played there all his life. Mm-hmm. And Tom White in midfield, absolutely ran his socks off. JJ was was given their fullback a lot of... Um, well, I'm trying to think of the word. It was, it was just, uh, no, he was just he was just skinning them. Yeah. Every chance he got in. The only thing that that were down yesterday was a final ball. Yeah. I mean, on another night we could have won that in the second half. We had a one that's hit the Astro turf and bounced over the ball. I, mean, I, I know hit the you post. can't you can't read too much into preseason. It's more about fitness oh, and yeah. understanding. But the understanding seems to be there. These players seem to. I mean, you can only imagine it's going to get better with um, you know more training and, and more games together. But our passing 
it, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's nice to watch at the moment and it's nice to see young players battling for each other and you oh, meant yeah. you've seen something yesterday in the game that showed that oh definitely I mean I said to Davey about 10-15 minutes from the end and I see as these look as if they're knackered and our lads were still going on and still going on and even though they're young they were trying to one of their players was trying to antagonise I think it was Cameron Salkeld and he just got up and pushed him away. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's good to see. You've got a bit of attitude about you as, as well. Yeah. Well, that, that's just what we want. And then they're battling for each other already. I mean, there's so many players. We don't want to miss any out. But mm-hmm. um, a player who I was very impressed with against Morbeth and uh, towards the back end of last season was John Mellish. Um, <sighs> uh, you could see last year when he played the first few games under Aspen and then obviously it took him a while to get back into the side. But he's, he, he's a rough diamond. But that diamond seems to be getting polished a little bit at the minute, and um, relish the mellish yeah. is, is, is what I've been <laughs> saying. Sadly, I'm going to get t-shirts made. He'd on me podcast t-shirts with relish the mellish. I'm going to get them like you know, like Che Guevara. Che Guevara. Yeah, Che Guevara. No, his brother Guevara. His cousin Che Guevara. But yeah, we're going to get relish the mellish t-shirts made. It was. He was. He's outstanding yesterday. The way he was coming out the defence with the ball. Um, but there was players all over the park. I just yesterday, I, could, I, I mean, that was only my first pre-season game, and I know there were a couple of games in, and that was supposed to be the biggest test. Mm-hmm. And they come through it with flying colours, and it's good to see. I mean, these who, Livingston are two games into their season. Yeah, and they're the top flight. I know they've only just got up to the top flight, but you know they've got top flight players. I there. mean, they had some really good players. Number seven for them, Keegan. Someone he was called Keegan Jacobs. He was excellent mm-hmm. for them. Well, another young player as well, Tom White. Um, oh. You know, he's he looks stronger this season as well. Looks like he's them loan spells have done him the world of good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was quoted, and Gator C put this out. But I was quite pleased with my overall, uh, my performance overall. Uh, I think that's the first ninety minutes uh, for a couple of months. Uh, but I feel fit, and see, you noticed that the they are oh. still, you know, absolutely running at them still. And um, one second, and Steve Watson was quoted after the game. I thought we applied ourselves brilliantly, and we played great stuff. We got ourselves in loads of good areas, uh, but it just didn't bounce for us. Um, but you know that'll come. But talking about up front, I mean, we brought in a lone player um, from Middlesbrough, Luke Armstrong, who uh, T- tireless, yeah, absolutely tireless. Mm-hmm. He and, ran his socks off. I'm, how the hell he walked off the park at the end of the game? He's a big lad as well. He, he, you know, he's, and Borden. If you look at them when when I was doing the commentary on against um, Morpeth, mm. it was very hard to tell them apart. Both got blonde hair. Both wear white boots. It, can I just put an appeal out to either one of you? Can you just, uh, draw straws and find out who's got to wear the white boots? Because then I can tell you apart. Um, wow. But no, at the pair of them, workhorses, and I, I don't know if it's you as talking to on the phone, but I would describe them both as complete forwards because mm-hmm. they've got the strength, the agility, speed, and they use the, the chasing the ball down. Hopefully that continues throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Whereas you knew what you were going to get with a penicate. He was more of a tranquilizer. He'd hold the ball up. You knew that Burrow was a target man and you knew that Danny Johnson was a poacher. But these lads seem to have a little mixture of all of it put in together, which which seems to be a little bit more appealing, I think. I remember I was listening to, you know, when you had the highlights, uh, not the highlights, you had done the commentary of the Morpeth game. 
and I sent you a message is that the Borden that used to play for Wrexham in Macclesfield yeah. now I've always liked him mm-hmm. every time I've seen him I've thought he's a good player him so when we've actually signed him I'm actually quite pleased because every time I'd seen him play I always seemed to have a decent game yeah. so plus he's got a little bit of experience also he's, he, I mean I know his past few seasons he hasn't got prolific but before that before he made a big move up to Inverness Caledonian Thistle mm-hmm. in the Scottish Prem didn't work out for him dropped back down to Wrexham okay he he was playing in a side that was doing well for a majority of the season so he's, a good, know, he's a good footballer he is he, he is, is a really good footballer um, so. also as well you may have seen uh, midweek that Mike Williamson former Newcastle United defender has been training with us I've known about this since the beginning of pre-season it's been probably the, a big secret kept but now it's starting to come out um, so potentially that would be experience uh, in the side if he stays fit, that's the the, the question as well. Because you know, but that I suppose that's, that's with let's say that with every experienced player, isn't it? That, that would be a, a good signing. But at the same time, uh, I'm a bit. I don't know. The experience he's got and his know-how. I mean, he didn't play that many Premier League games, Championship games, and be a bad player. No, and he's certainly not coming for the money. <laughs> so his heart and desire must be there to play football. But do I, what a I'll, I'll throw a name at you, John Oster. Well, I know that. There you go. I mean, uh, that that's a player that you know probably uh, played more games at the top level, played international football, and he, for for two seasons was you know he he, he, he covered every blade of grass. I know. So. I'm, I'm I'm not dissing Williamson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, do we take a 34 year old on at the expense of a promising young kid? Yeah. It's a bit of a quandary. I mean, I mean, I didn't go as wrong. I'd be delighted if Williams come, Williamson comes, because mm-hmm. I think he would be a, not only for if you, Stevie Watson's looking for a couple of more players. If he's got Williamson on board, people's going to think, "Oh well, hold on a minute, they've got Mike Williamson here. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a, I might, I might give it a go." Yeah. So, they say that it's a double-edged sword with any yeah. sign, isn't it? Uh, but um, another player as well, Cameron Salkeld. Salkeld. Sal- Salkeld. I'll get it right eventually. You can't get any more local than that. Lofel lad. Um, yeah. You know, great to see him uh, in the side. He's another one that looks uh, fit as a lop, and uh, and you know he's he's been from what I've seen of him when he came on uh, against Morpeth, he was he was involved. You know, I was talking to Davy Armstrong today, and apparently. His brother Gary's his son Joe. Mm-hmm. He plays with Cameron Salkeld's younger brother in the same football team. So there, Davy was saying Gary knows his mm-hmm. dad, and they've been talking. I mean, I can't obviously go into what they've been talking about, but um, he's he's home. He's happy. Yeah, well, that's good. That's what you want. So, I mean, just just going. I mean, Mark Foden as well. Another young. Twenty-two-year-old goalkeeper uh, with experience. He's been up at Ross County. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got to, on. I must apologise on the on the commentary. I was told beforehand because I, I uh, when I was setting up, I didn't have a chance to do my research properly. I just went off where I was told, and someone uh, said he had been at Stenhouse Muir. Maybe he'd been there on trial. I don't know. Maybe I'd been there on trial, but I was just obviously looking. when I've looked properly, he wasn't. So just want to correct myself there. But looking further through the side, Connor Thompson. I've only seen a little bit of him when he came on against Morpeth. He come on last night. He, he didn't do. I mean, he wasn't on a great length of time, and he skinned the fullback a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You know, with these young kids, sometimes you're going to get them. They're going to be really, really good, and then other times they'll be well off the pace. But that's what you're going to get with kids. Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, we've got a tweet come in from Mike Cow. Remember, you can tweet us at heed underscore army. Andrew isn't here. I'll read them out. Don't worry. Um, it's, that's what they're uh, worried about. I know. That's what <laughs> Mike Williamson is a perfect sign for us. Top level experience in the squad with some young, talented lads is a dream ticket. Also perks interest to the casual Newcastle fans. So maybe uh, yeah. give us an attendance. The attendance might go up. Yep. I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's other former Newcastle United players that are knocking about mm-hmm. that have been mentioned for a couple of seasons now. We know, I'll see it. I mean, Shola Amiobi, it's been around for a while, but I don't know. That's an, that's another double-edged sword, you know, a 36-year-old sure, striker. But that he would, would bring get people everyone in. talking about it. It would, it would. It would be a, it would be a, it would be a marquee signing, wouldn't it? And if you could keep him fit, it would be even, even better. But I mean, he's I don't, but that, 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 that's just rumor. I've yeah. heard not, that, that's rumor amongst fans saying I would like to have him. Well, not rumor, just people saying nothing. Yeah, right. I've not heard, no, not, not heard any rumors on that front. So don't anyone think I've heard anything right. more than what, what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, you know. The, these type of signings, you know, would be good, but we don't know what the budget is, and yeah. you know, it seems I mean, good. But we can't get too ahead of ourselves because we don't really know. And and even if we don't sign those players, I'm I'm happy with what we've got at the moment. Uh, well, like we, it would it, be nice it, to get a few more in there to garnish the squad, uh, and if they've got more experience and maybe have a bigger name, then it, then it just adds to the, the pot, experience. It, yeah. would be, even if it was a another like um, someone who's played in the conference, yeah, who's been around a while. Mm-hmm. Well, um, as long as it's not pen. Mick Scully has messaged us on the chat facility. Sorry, lads, just tuned in. Some promising performances yesterday, which can only be helped by the return of Barrow and Kerr. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still worry about the lack of experience in centre mid. Uh, we won't uh, yet know how the young lads will react if they go uh, a couple of goals down, of course. But um, you know, they the, the seem like they've, they've got plenty of running in them and plenty of enthusiasm. So hopefully. Steve can keep that in them. Christopher Holmes has put, hope to see Richard and Julie at the game, uh, or away game, uh, as fans. Uh, I'm sure they'll be made welcome. Yes, definitely. definitely. And um, yeah, so still plenty of time to do that. We've still got the fixtures to talk about. We're yeah. going to be on BT Sport. Can you actually believe it? It is an away game. Yes. And also as well, it's on my wedding party night as well. So oh, you can watch that yeah. beforehand, then come and celebrate. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, there we go. We'll talk about that more in depth. But this is how you tweet us. Andrew does. I mean, we'll have to keep this. This is part of the podcast folklore now. But this is how you tweet us. Twitter corner waiting for your tweets. All you have to do is tweet me at heed underscore army. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast where you can talk about all things Gateshead. There we go. Come back a little bit. I've knocked it off by mistake there. So we are back. Uh, Sorry about that, but that is how we treat us. At heed underscore army. It wouldn't be the first show back without a mistake, would it? Um, Also as well, um, I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone that came out to the shows over the summer, what we did from the three tons. Um, 
you know, great to have that many people there. The circumstances weren't great, but mm-hmm. it showed that the fans were galvanised. And also a big thank you to Steve Watson as well, who came along uh, and talked to us as well when things weren't exactly um, at the nice. brightest. So, um, you know, I think that helped galvanise Steve Watson in amongst with the fans as well, and it can only go farther. But um, Josh has put... Um, any trialists you have liked the look of so far? I thought Tom uh, Devitt uh, has been excellent, and uh, looking at his past, he's got quite a bit of experience. Um, yeah, that was, I'll tell you what I did like was um, uh, McManus uh, against Mort. I don't know if he's still with us, but he he impressed us. But um, obviously. Um, Maybe he took a knock and didn't play, or he's been. Uh, I think let they go said he or... had a knock, didn't he? Yeah. So, but he was. I was very impressed with him for a young lad. I think he's all the way from Australia as well, coming yeah, over I trying I to tell find you what, a club. Tom Devitt was a. He, he looked good yesterday. Mm-hmm. Had a good game himself. Um, big ginger centre half. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the last one we had? Have we ever had one of them? Uh, if he goes on, then if we do sign him and he goes on to have the, the same career, we get to this uh, certain Mister Curtis. You can be well loved. Definitely. Um, well, just having a look through uh, the, the fixtures as well. I mean, we start off away at the Maidenhead, and then the first home game is against the Man City of non-league uh, Salford, uh, who reportedly are playing Adam Rooney four thousand pound a week and, and Danny Lloyd. And Danny Lloyd. Um, they are really going for it. And the, the cynic in is, I don't like to say team. Obviously, any team that wins the league. Uh, haven't bought it but they've invested to do so with the best players but to be spending that amount of money at this level if they don't go up oh, oh I'll be laughing up my sleeve because that is a lot of money to be spending that players. I mean I think it was somewhere it was a, I don't know if you've seen it the non-league telly guy that might cope I've just I've just seen it um, um, you know d- d- advertised it's like 400,000 in wages are going to be paying the two of them Wow. That's... Over the contracts they've got. Um... Well, if rumours are true, I mean, we know that um, obviously our captain a couple of seasons ago, Liam Hogan, left for three times his wage and a big sign non fee. Right. So we know that, that they've got money behind them. They've got the class of 92 yeah. in front of, uh, you know, as, as the the um, the front of the club. No, to the bloke uh, called know, Paul Lim, who's, I mean, they're much. Apparently, yeah. they're. Look. It's great. I mean, if you're a Salford fan, whoa! If you're a Salford fan, you're jumping through hoops. It's as simple as that. But um, it, just the only part of me that doesn't like it is that, is that it, it's, it inflates wages at this level that maybe shouldn't be done like that to that level. Well, to be honest, but who, Salford could have made a rod for their own back mm-hmm. because agents are going to be knocking on their door with players now. Oh yeah, and players. I mean, let's say Neil Byrne was still with us. Mm-hmm. and they come in for him he's going to say oh well they're on that I'm going to want mm-hmm. well just on, on that front Lewis has sent us a message on the chat facility remember everyone you can message us live here on the podcast on the speaker app or on the speaker website you can sign in with your Facebook account follow us and message us as we are broadcasting live and Lewis has done just that he's put Motherwell manager has said that Salford are spending more than on SBL players than most Premier League clubs at that level. I read that. Yeah, um, that, that's a dangerous president. If they again to be beaten, um, I think top level. I think it was the is it Steve Robinson who was the Motherwell manager. I turned around and said, "There's some clubs in the National League are paying more wages mm-hmm. than the bottom half of the Scottish Premier League." Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. 
crazy. But um, let's see, we don't want to digress too much and talk about Salford, but you know, they, well, that is who we're playing. They are the talking point. My personal opinion is, well, if they've got it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. that's that's what makes us... It, 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 you know, see, it, it, I maybe contradict myself because I, I see the likes of Man City and um, Paris Saint-Germain being told they're only able to spend so much, but if they've got it, who's to say you can't spend that? Mm-hmm. It is hypocritical of his brand. Just the level, the level. That's, you know... Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's just me being hypocritical. That's uh, all it is. At the end of the day, every time they take the pitch, mm-hmm. Salford are going to have to work extremely, extremely oh, hard. It's a cup final for everybody if, if, if they beat uh, them, isn't it? Because it's basically the, they're going to go out and mm-hmm. they're going to harass and badger them every game. They haven't got an easy game at all all no. season. Well, um, just before going to the fixtures, remember, um, Gated fans, obviously, the things that have happened over the summer, it galvanised us together. We've got a fantastic fundraising night to help give something back to the club, to help the club run uh, costs and, and show that Gator fans are part of this club and aren't just turning up and expecting things to be done for them. So, thanks to Paul, the landlord at the Three Tons Sheriff Hill, He's got behind the Gated fans and he's helped us organise a fundraising night. It is on August the 26th, that's Sunday, um, bank holiday weekend, in between two games. I think it's just before the Halifax game away, so you can get absolutely sozzled there and have your hangover at Halifax. But the Scartoons are playing fantastic Scar Band. There's going to be auctions, there's going to be raffles. And um, I forget the name of the lad that's been emailing every football club he's got signed photographs signed shirts he's got all sorts former players from yesteryear he has went above and beyond for these auction and raffle prizes and there will be tickets being sold um at the home games before this as well so and it's five pound on the night at the um uh three tons and also as well uh, the, the 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 three tons are going to be donating to the fund a percentage of their takings as well on the night, so they're, they're getting behind us. At, you know, I, I don't know many balls that would do that. They get they're, they're really supporting us, and they want you know. So um, give them a follow on social media, have a pint there, go to the quiz on a Monday night, and um, as I say, let's you know repay what they're doing for exactly. Gator fans. It's um, that's what we want. But as I say, the fixtures. We have one uh, remaining uh, pre-season game away at Blythe Spartans. As we mentioned earlier on, we are doing the full uh, match commentary for that. Maidenhead away on the 4th. Then it's Salford at home on uh, the 7th. Big game. Another big game is against Dover Athletic on the 11th. And then it's Boreham Wood away. That's the first four games. And it's a tough start. It's a tough start. Uh, it's very uh, tough. It is... Um, as I'm hoping to get to the Dover one because uh, it's my stag do and uh, my friends are like we're going to the town I was like well we're going to the town after after the match but Salford game you know go down to Maidenhead I, I'm just keeping a note I'm not predicting anything we're caught, you know, at, this, at this stage I'm just thankful that we're still going we've got a new owner let's just see what happens that's yeah. the way I talk about it but it is a tough start doesn't it matter how you doesn't start, matter yeah. how you cut the cloth it's uh, um, one thing I will say is about the Maidenhead I think it's We've got, how is it, two weeks? Is there any away travel on? Because I think with the... New renewed owner, optimism. New Renewed optimism, there could be a chance of a coach on there. I know it's a, quite a way, it'll probably, it won't be cheap. But I would imagine you probably get enough numbers for the coach. Well, it'd be I would be very surprised I would imagine the gates at Seoul will be yeah, putting wheels into motion shortly yeah, on that. Ross and um, 
James. James Robinson. Yeah. Um, Lewis, is, uh, no, sorry, Mick Scully has put, uh, Lewis Walton looked lively yesterday when he came on uh, for a brief cameo. Played on the left, might be worth another look. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember if he came on against uh, Morbeth. I think he did. Uh, the game that I've seen so far. And Scurfields put Salford have just sold a player and yeah. brought in uh, in May. Ashley Hemmings. Ah, didn't know that done that. Uh-huh. And um, if you look at the finances to get out of this uh, uh, league, many people will double uh, at the bottom half of the uh, two teams. League two teams, Acton Stanley owner has this budget of one million. Um, Salford's is a budget of three million. Madness. As you say, well, people always do kind of do invest to get out of this league. It just seems maybe we're seeing more because of what they've spent on certain players and Tracy has put it's Kev Kev is the one that um, has been emailing all the clubs so a massive thank you to Kev and everyone say well done he's a Man United fan who has gone the extra mile for the fundraiser still hoping other fans will help out uh, by asking friends family and local businesses for donations so if anyone wants to donate anything for the raffle for for the auction um, you know this is the time to do it and um, I'm sure there will be uh, people at the games um, we'll get some posters up as well about that so people we know how to do that and Kieran uh, Platford um, can you put the signed stuff on the Heed Army podcast page so I can bid on it as I'm after uh, I won't be able to attend I would imagine we'll be able to do all those things we're going to have to get together very soon because it, it isn't long it's well, it's a month and a day mm-hmm. until uh, the, the big day uh, the fundraiser so we are going to have to get our heads together and then um, we're going to get one or two things sorted so that is something to look forward to so please do get involved with that and uh, Mickey I'm a, a, just for go to Mickey, and um, you may have seen today on the Heed Army page, we're doing our bit on our Twitter page and that and pushing um, season tickets, which I had actually done um, pre pre scheduled all these posts last night because of the build up of the podcast about player sponsorship and about a season ticket. So uh, you know, get in there early and um, you know, let's get this of the vibrant, uh, you know, optimistic season because um, as I say, I. We've been on the news, I imagine it's even on uh, everything, all over social media. It's been great what's been happening. But Mickey has got um, some other things to push. Uh, pitch squares in the programme. £10 for a season for one square. Yeah. I think if people can't afford to join Extra Heat or what, whatever's coming out of that... There's a perfect opportunity there in the programme. Get the name in the programme. Let's try and fill this, pit, the, these pitch squares in the programme. Well, if, you fill, if we fill it and there's still demand for more, I'm sure they can put another pitch in there, a reserve team pitch yeah. that we can sponsor. There's so I mean, many things that can be done. And yes, it is £10. Maybe you can't afford it straight away, but you can do it throughout the season and you'll have your name in there, supporting Gateshead in the programme every week, um, every game. Uh, cup games and everything it'll be in there so why not get involved with that if you can fill these pitch squares there's a grand there for the football club yeah there's it's it, you know it's it's just a little way of showing that you're you know that you're behind everything that's going on I mean can I give Alan Price's number out on the podcast um, I would wait I would uh, wait until uh, we speak to him at the next game and find yeah. out on things like that but now Andrew isn't here now, I had planned for Andrew to be here, so it, for all intents and purposes of the next segment, Mickey is Andrew. So, God bless you, Andrew. There we go. So this, you this, put about eight stone on and off. Now, yeah. <laughs> 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 he's, he's not even four stone wet through, is he? Um, well, 
this new section is it's kind of are you smarter than a three-year-old oh my god all right now this is challenge sophia now i asked sophia my daughter a few questions on the mic um the other day now some gated questions some obscure questions so (laughs) let's see what you think sophia's answer before we play it i'll ask you the questions now i put so this is the first question i asked sophia what color the gated plane what color do you think she said I'm gonna say white. She must have seen you with a shirt on. Well, Mickey stroke Andrew has said white. Does she know any uh, any gated songs? Yes. Which song? Oh my goodness me! How oh, where? It's on. No. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> trail of loads and pain. Right, I'll go. Trail. Go. Right now, you are Andrew for this question. Oh God. Bearing in mind, Andrew does work in a uh, in a suit shop. Yes, he's, um, he's, he's a tailor. And um, but does Andrew wear silly suits? Does he answer yes or no? Yes. Yes. Right. He doesn't. But yeah, I think uh, now, now I had to keep Sophia interested here, so I had to change the the line of questioning here. So, <laughs> what is Sophia's favourite food? Oh. Oh. McDonald's. McDonald's, right. What is her favourite cartoon? Sophia the First. Sophia the First, right. Or Spongebob. And then I got it back towards you, stroke Andrew. And I put, how many times has Andrew been seen on the telly holding a tinfoil FA Cup? What answer do you think she gave? Never. Never, right. So I don't know something like that. I say this is what Sophia had to say. So have a little listen. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. To this, right? This part of the show is challenge Sophia. Although I have went and said her name beforehand, but what's your name? Sophia. Sophia, and how old are you? Three. Three. And do you think you're smarter than Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's see if, if, well, let's see if Andrew can guess what answers you're going to say to these questions. So, what colour do Gator play in? Um, blue. They're playing blue. Oh, right. And, um, do you know any Gator songs? Um, no. No? I thought you sang one in the car the other day. Tommy. Oh, can you sing it for her? No. Oh, go on. No. What if I start you off? If I go, he do me! He do me! He do me! He do me! Oh, that's a good song, isn't it? <laughs> yes. And, um, well, one ask a question about Andrew. Does he wear silly suits? Yeah. He does, does he? Ah. Oh. Well, we'll see if Andrew can get that question right. Um, let's think of another question that you can um, see if Andrew can guess it. Um, what's your favourite food? Meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah. Oh. Right. We'll have another question as well. See what can see what we can uh, stump Andrew with. Um, what's your favourite cartoon? Bing. Bing. Oh. And right. Let's try and think of a football one to give him a slight chance. 
Then he will guess, yeah, and I'm trying to guess what you said there. But even still, um, right, let's think, let's think, give Andrew a slight chance here with one question. Um, right, can you think of a question for Andrew? No, let's think of a decent one. Let's poo. think. Poo! Oh, no, we can't ask him about poo. Uh, no, not about we either. Your mum will kill us. Um, right, let's think. Powers! About what? Towels. Towels. No, I can't ask him about towels. What about tellies? Tellies. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not tellies. Um. Right. Yeah. Here's our question. How many times has Andrew been spotted on the telly with a tin foil FA cup? Um. One time. One time. Oh well. I tell you what. We'll see if Andrew can guess what your questions were. Have you got a message to say to any of the Gated fans? Yeah. What? He'd all me. He'd all me. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Well, are you going to say bye to everybody? Bye. Bye. And do you want to sing them a song before you go? No. Go on. No. No. Oh, we'll see if we can get one next time. Okay, then. Well, that was Challenge Sophia. And, um... Mom, is it... Are we getting up? Are we finished? Uh, well, yeah, I'm trying to finish, yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. Ah, oh, good. Are you going to say bye to everyone then? Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, that was Challenge Sophia. And um, out of the five questions, Mickey, you got, got one, one right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, um, there we go. So That was close. You were. But um, let's see, we'll have to see how Andrew fares properly in next week's edition of Challenge Sophia. <laughs> I'm going to have to up my game. Silly suits at class. <laughs> I was more worried about when she wanted to talk about poo and wee. Um, But there we go. That was the new section of the show, Challenge Sophia. So Andrew's going to have his work cut out. But he does act on like a kid, so I think it's going to be a (laughs) 50-50 chance. Um, But also, while we're on, let's congratulate Andrew and Lauren, who tied the knot a few weeks ago at a lovely... um, Congratulations. This is the best best thing, right? (laughs) You know how me and Andrew sometimes struggle reading out... um, Oh, yeah. Like messages sometimes. and stuff. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Most times, you mean. I would have done better reading out the vows than what the vicar would have done. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was a lovely ceremony, but there was more uh, than what I do. Oh, so, um, but no, uh, congratulations to Lauren and Andrew. And as I say, Andrew looked beautiful on the day and Lauren was all right. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not half as bad as his speech no she looked beautiful it was, a, it was a beautiful day and it was a pleasure to be there and join them remember you still can tweet us at heed underscore army we'd love to hear from you there's still time left remember as well we are bringing you full match commentary of Gated away to Bly Spartans on Saturday we start at 2.50pm that's Greenwich Mean Time if you're listening from far and wide and we'll be bringing you the full 90 minutes and uh, we'd love you to join us and let us know where you're listening from in the world as well and get interactive with us because that is the commentary service that we provide Uh, not only that remember there is the uh, fundraiser on the 26th of August we want you there come along support the heed and we'll have a great time doing it and um, well Mickey you know, it was a hell of a summer, wasn't it? Uh, stressful. Um, By the way, when you're on about uh, time zones and for the game on Saturday, mm-hmm. it'll kick. Was it kick off at three pm? Yeah, it'll be nineteen seventy three in Blythe. 
<laughs> right, be kind, be kind, because they are letting us uh, broadcast from there, um, which is which is good for a preseason game. Yeah, that they're letting us do excellent. it, and um, so you know, hopefully we can uh, you know be a good game. It'd be nice to see, actually be interesting to see uh, how they play because I do believe against South Shields they had Pascal Chimbomba turn out for them yeah. uh, the other week. World Cup final player, uh, former Spurs and Sunderland player as yeah, well. Thirty nine. Uh, I seen on uh, Twitter, um, and he he was having a trial up there, and some somebody had put a played against him when he was at Washington. Some from from concert and said he was hopeless. So, <laughs> well, you can only be, sometimes you're only as good as the players around yeah. you as well. So, but um, you don't play in a World Cup final if you're a bit oh, bad. But I mean, uh, he's he's getting on he's a little bit now. Great. I think he's thirty nine, forty. But um, you must still love playing. So obviously, I mean, if you're going to play it, you're forty and beyond. Yeah. yeah, obviously your passion just to play football. So. And also as well, you, you know, you're not playing against the, the, the class of calibre you were before. There's going to be a few nasty tackles, so you must still love it. Um, but yeah, remember the show is fully interactive as well. We want to hear from you on, on the chat facility. If you have just joined us, we have been talking about the takeover today. We weren't expecting it. It came out of the blue. Dr. Rajan Vagazi uh, is the new uh, chairman of the club. Operations director will be Mike Williams, um, a UK-based lawyer. So hopefully we will be able to get to speak to him soon on the podcast. It'd be nice to have him on live or a pre-record. Mm-hmm. And also as well, we, we hope to get Steve Watson on as well and get a talk to the man who probably had a, a stressful summer as anybody. He didn't know what type of team he was going to be able to build or a team at all. Uh, if all, if, yeah. if, if ever, you know, we'll get them words out. See, it's um, that's another thing I'm delighted for. Mm-hmm. For Stevie Watson, um, Ben Clark, Mickey Cummins, and Ben Clark, they've been given the chance to build a squad. Mm-hmm. And I was obviously me and Davy Allen share a house, um, and we talk about it all the time. And I said to Davy tonight, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we might be a bit biased. But since Steve Watson's come in, what a cracking job the lad's done. Well, you know, he come in, he wasn't able to sign anybody apart from mm. loan players. The only yeah. one player he did sign was a player that was released by Sunderland, Reese Greenwood, yeah. who's a... Went on, well, con- went congratulations to, to him. He's went on to yeah. Falkirk. Um, so we'll keep an eye on what he does this year. I don't think we've seen the best of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, he, he's got the chance now to... Fox in as well? On loan, yeah. That's yeah. the same permanent signing. Yeah. That was the only one. Yeah. But, yeah, it, you know, we're going to get to see what Steve Watson does when it is going to be his side this year as well. Um, you know, the the mass exodus, which you can understand. Players yeah. have they've got to pay bills and, you know, maybe some players might have wished they had a state. But then again, it's, it's give all these younger players the opportunity to yeah. show their worth. Uh, I mean, again, obviously, I have only seen one pre-season friendly, so I'm only going by what I've witnessed. And last night... Seeing JJ hang back on the when we were going forward, and hear Stevie Watson say, "JJ, get up there. Mm-hmm. I want you to give an option." He says, "JJ must have said something." And Steve Watson says, "I don't care. I want you up there." Mm-hmm. So, you, would you? <laughs> we, should, we don't look back. We're going to look forward now. But you, I, I get the impression we would never heard that from Aspen. Yeah, um, never. But to say it, 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 it's 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 fresh optimism. We've got a young, hungry manager who's from the northeast. He, mm-hmm. You know, he, he committed to the club last year. He came up lock, stock, and barrel. His family's mm-hmm. come up. His, his partners moved up here. She's got a job up here. Mm-hmm. They're happy here. They want to stay because I'm, I'm if, what I'm led to believe. He, he he had been given options in the summer. He could have mm-hmm. been elsewhere now, 
Um, but he wanted to stay. He wanted to be manager of Gateshead. And he's been given that opportunity. And we're getting to see, okay, maybe it's a reduced budget to what was there last year. But maybe money was wasted last year. If we look at, you know, the the, the signings that we've made, some of them, you wouldn't actually, t- to be truthful, there's a few signings we've made so far that you wouldn't have batted an eyelid if we had had the budget last year, like Bowden coming in. Mm-hmm. You would have went, that's fair enough, that's a decent player. Mm-hmm. Ollie dropping down, Maloney, you would have went, mm, yeah, okay. You know, these yeah, are you... these are players of the of the level. You wouldn't have questioned it. But considering that we had the budget cut and these players have come in, you're like, well, wow. You know, that's the the pull of the manager that's been able to bring them in. And, you know, that that's obviously, he's selling the club well. It's, he's done a remarkable job. I, I can't speak high, too highly of him. I mean, Davy. When we done the podcast, when it was basically the galvanised people to get the backsides in the gear to help out, and well, obviously talking fundraisers, mm-hmm. and who walks in? Stevie Watson. Yeah, completely off the cuff, and he just says, "Well, I heard it was on, so I thought I'd come along." Yeah, well, I, 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 I had heard exactly. he, I had heard he might come, but I couldn't advertise it right. in case he couldn't right. make it. But right. he come along, and it, was, it, it just shows you, doesn't it, that he, you know he's, he come off his say off his own bat, he come along spoke to us and anyone that was in that room or listened to the podcast you can't help but be he's got that like i don't want to compare him to another manager but he's got that like there's an aura around there's him. an aura around he's got that brian clough type of gary mills effect where oh, yeah. you hang on his words that's what i'm trying to say because he's got the enthusiasm you want to, you want to hear what he wants to say the and and that that's to me i mean I, you know i've had the pleasure of interviewing him briefly uh-huh. for a couple of bits for the podcast you ask him one question and he answers your next five mm-hmm. and that's because he's passionate about what he's doing and he's you can see he's happy where he is and mm-hmm. that that's the type of manager that's gold dust especially if results come along to match that well, the biggest compliment you can pay him I said this, exactly the same about Gary Mills when Gary Mills spoke people stopped and listened mm-hmm. people are doing exactly the same with Stevie Watson yeah yeah he's young he might make mistakes but he's got Mickey Cummins and Ben Clark who yeah. can well, I'm probably not shy in putting their opinions forward. Well, as well, also so. as well, I mean, obviously they've got more experience of playing at this level, but they've got experience at the club, mm-hmm. whether it be through good and bad times, right. you know. So, I mean, what, 10 years each at the club nearly for both of them. And, you know, so you can't buy that experience within a club as well. You know, you look at, I mean, can't compare ourselves to, to Premier League clubs, but the likes of Liverpool, their backroom staff have been around for years, some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and to have that, it's priceless, you know. And, it's, um, it's a good little setup. It's all it needs doing is building. And also, as well, what I, what I want to get across is that obviously we're signing young players. The likes of Mickey Cummins and Ben Clark can say, well, we've had these young players come through that mm-hmm. are playing the football league now. Look at the. You know, I mean, I know we pull Marcus Madison out the hat loads of times, but now you've got a few of the cells went up to a high level. Danny Johnson, Ryan Bowman, Lucanant, um, James Bolton, um, Sam Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, when in Gator's history can you think of that many players in that short space of time went on in, to play on higher leagues exactly. and much higher leagues? And I've said this before, not on here, the friends. It's only good for the club. Because they didn't see well, we had this one we'll use James Bolton up there mm-hmm. we had James Bolton here he was here a season he's now playing for Shrewsbury mm-hmm. yeah well they can see well they can turn around and say to a young player look we think you're talented we see very similar qualities in you mm-hmm. to XYZ who are now playing 
XYZ mm-hmm. in the Football League. So to have that in your back pocket gives a player a drive to say, well, hang on, I'm here. If I come here and I you know, mm-hmm. put myself out there, I'm going to get noticed. Well, that's just, as an example, Cameron Selkeld, mm-hmm. is that Carlisle? Yeah. They've let him go or he's come over here. He's happy to be home. It's local for him. Comes in, what Steve Watson can say, look, come here, mm-hmm. even if you stay one season. Yeah. There's going to be clubs coming. Like, you know, a lot of people knock um, uh, Neil Aspenbury brought value to the team and hopefully we're seeing the same ethics coming in now. Young players that are hungry, that look yeah. like they may be dropping down a level to go back up a level and that can only bode well for Gated. Definitely, I mean, it's just as well he did mm-hmm. bring them players in and get that and the sell-on clauses yeah. because his football drove people away. <laughs> well, on a, on a more positive note, um, we've got Anskerfields put there. Steve came over to the Heat fans on Saturday before the game to thank everyone for travelling down. Lovely guy. We, that's for, uh, that was obviously a Geisley. Uh, Mike Cow has tweeted us. He has put, I have all the time in the world for Steve Watson. His actions have so- shown what kind of man he is. And, you know, Obviously, you know, results will speak for themselves, but at this moment in time, you know, everything is, you know, is what you'd want from a manager in these in these times, you know, and um, long may it continue and hopefully with the hard work that's been put in off the pitch and on the pitch and what we'll, what we don't know what's around the corner with the new ownership. Mm-hmm. It, it's an exciting time and uh, what we want to do, I mean, if you're new to the podcast and maybe if you aren't listening live, if you downloaded this, please follow us, please share the podcast follow social media and also as well how dare I forget at 52 minutes into the new season our new sponsors as well I should have plugged them right at the beginning we are now sponsored by Naked Print please follow them on all social media they are on Pinterest they are on um, Instagram they are on Facebook and Twitter and they have an careful what you put in your search engine yeah yeah. (laughs) we assure you they do not print naked it's just that the product is naked until your personalised message or photos are added to their products we will have adverts soon uh, to advertise advertise their things so please do follow them they're right across social media and also have a look at their eBay store because new templates for personalised thank you cards invitations and everything are being added every day so um, they are going to be the one stop shop for any of your personalised print needs so a massive thank you to them because we wouldn't be able to do what we do fantastic support from Naked Print well thank you very much yes on behalf of Davey because I'll not be here every week (laughs) and um, well yeah as I say it's uh, 53 minutes has flew by it's flew uh, I mean how optimistic I mean it's great it's absolutely what a day to day mm-hmm. it um, is I mean um, it, it come out the blue uh, it's, it's perfect for us when we're putting the podcast on you know and um, perfect for you I mean Andy Mason had kind of blew everyone out the water <laughs> by printing up putting it up uh, first yeah, I know some people cannot hold water uh, can the some, some things look, you should let the club have the glory on well at the end of the day it was done mm-hmm at the time I says look let's hold back we never know what's going on here and then fortunately the club have announced it and I'm I'm just I'm all I want, I'm not I'm not looking for them to spend money like Salford yeah that'd be fantastic it would be unbelievable long term plan but I just want the long term plan for a club that's my thing I want bring these youngins on if we can build an academy like Steve Watson said he wants to do that would be even better Mm -hmm. 
Well, I, just just on that though, I mean, I know we're at a different level, and you you don't get to say the interviews as much as what you see the, the Mourinho yeah. press conferences on Sky. And that. But when have you ever heard a manager come out and say that they want to build something mm-hmm. instead of just building a team? I know it's different because maybe maybe it's, it's a blank canvas here at Gator because yeah. we haven't got that there. But it's there. There's things in place that could be utilised and really push us on. Yeah. Uh- and I know there's a couple of my, well, Mickey Scully's a Man United fan. I'm, I'm sorry, Mick, I didn't mean to bash Man United. But Mourinho just wants to bring in expensive, ridiculously expensive players, get them to play in a robot type of way. And it's just money getting thrown out of this country left right and centre but that, where's that, where you want to build mm-hmm. but something that, but local. that's 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 something that Steve Watson wants to utilise I mean we've got the three big clubs around here um, you know players fall out of their youth academies all the time and maybe we can give them that space and time to, to grow and develop but that's for another day and we'll speak to, hopefully get to speak to Steve Watson about that in, in coming weeks so I mean, hopefully no, we can get him play on at the, the club have a drive the other day about bringing players in uh, for the scholarship because Elliot scholarship, Forbes yeah. is a pr- product of that, and there's another player as well that we haven't mentioned. Elliot Forbes has looked yeah. good as well, um, you know, for a young lad. But yeah, as I say, it's, 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 it's a fan that's absolutely phenomenal. It is John Mellish, Tom mm-hmm. White, relish and, the Mellish, and now, and now Elliot Forbes. It's a fantastic thing. Mm-hmm. It is, and I think we've got a tweet come through. One second, just waiting for it to load up. Uh, we haven't got long left, so if you want to send in your messages, but also as well, remember, please do share the podcast. We want to reach as many people as we can, because um, as I say, the, the, you know, can you believe it or not? There's probably gated fans that don't know we exist that maybe aren't on social media or you know, they just on a match day they, they just go and leave. And you know, this is mm-hmm. we've got this here for everyone to use and utilize. Um, and um, Steve Thornton, Mickey could not agree more. Would rather follow Watson's blueprint rather than Salford's way. Yeah, well, as I say, uh, it would be lovely if we could spend that money, though. Don't get us wrong. I would love it. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. after it. so many seasons of. I just want someone to give a long term plan. Yeah. Well, as I say, it is looking good. And. Um, ah, well. The last question of the podcast we'll give to uh, Tracy Wilson. She's put, speaking of printing, will there be a Heed Army pod- podcast calendar this season? Um, well, at the moment, no. they're not in the new strips. Yes. So it would be a bit pointless to make a calendar where they're going to be in the strips. And I understand that the season is about to kick off. So I think it will be a 12-month calendar at yeah. Christmas. The ideal birth Christmas present for any Gateshead fan, that'll be there. So it'll be a 12-month calendar can that I, will come out. Can I come in there? Yeah, on the calendar. Obviously, the last calendar had we'll put Steve Watson the first month, no, just in case. No, well, we had uh, <laughs> Neil Aspen yeah. on it, and we had Danny Johnson. Uh-huh. And when it come to Jamal, we, we looked at the calendar and mm-hmm. seen it was Danny Johnson and Neil Aspen. So we cut the bottom off and kept the last two months as Jamal. <laughs> Well, you can edit them in that way, but um, yeah, no, um, I think it'll be a 12-month calendar that we'll do um, next year that's, uh, at Christmas time, I think oh, really? be better. Um, well, I suppose we could always do this. And I think we'll, we'll try and get mugs as well around about yeah. Christmas as well, we'll, we'll, we'll get, and hopefully the Relish the Mellish t-shirt. 
It would be good if we could find someone who would do caricatures, because well, I'd love to, like, the caricature t-shirt. I would yeah. love them. Oh, but I still think they're having the, 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 a Mellish one of them, just looking regal, looking up to the sky with <laughs> relish the Mellish, yeah. and get it in, like, a, a mustard colour. I oh. think that, oh, yes, I can see the it writing, now. I could understand the writing. Yeah. No, re- re- hashtag relish the Mellish. But, um, I say, it's been a fantastic uh, day as a Gated fan. Yeah. I, I, I was looking forward to doing the podcast anyway because there was lots of positives to talk about and we, 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 there's some things we've, we've probably missed out and we'll talk about in future ones. It's, you know, the, the season's about to kick off. We've got the commentary to look forward to on yeah. Saturday. Please do join us, have a listen, in, works, interact. So. Um, and just thank you to um, the new owners for coming in and um, taking the club on. Thank Dr. Uh, Rajan Vagazi, he's part of the Heed Army now. He's the general of the Heed Army. And Mike Chen Williams. Julie, we can't thank you is enough yeah um, let's see it's, it's it's a roller coaster ride football and who'd be a football uh, club owner and um, we thank them for, for the service to the club I mean Definitely. it was a lot of money put in a lot of time and effort can I ask you one question before we going off here go on then can you remember when we nearly went bust the last time yeah and Alan Bell had to build a squad with the, all the youngins mm-hmm. do you are you finding the same affinity is that uh, a little bit more to be honest um, um, on them same lines it's like there's no pressure on them lads no it's no just, one's expecting miracles just go out there and enjoy it just go out and enjoy it and mm-hmm. we'll go there and what, one thing I will say and I think it's a, a motto that I'd like that, I don't know if anyone will adopt it but what I would say is to if, if any, there's any Gator players listening say we'll support you to the hilt as long as you chase every ball and play it every whistle that's all we ask we can get beat 4-0 okay it'll sting but if we see you chasing the ball and playing to the whistle, to then you'll honest, be heroes. To be that, honest, that's Dave, all I can say. What I, I've only, like I say, I've only seen one game, and what I've seen on that game, them lads are going to give one hundred percent. They're going to play for the shirt. Yep. They'll they'll celebrate like hell when they win, and they'll be all gutted when they lose. It's up to us to back them. Full hill. Nay, shout. Yeah, everyone. Every team's going to have a scapegoat. Yeah. Every one of them. We've got. Everyone's got a different opinion on football. But at the end of the day, the gated players, yeah. the our players, they are. And as I say, that that's just. I think that's that's going to be the motto of the podcast. I think this season, if you just chase every ball, play it to the whistle, we'll back you every game. Doesn't matter, win, lose, or draw. On that note, I'll just say thank you to Mickey for joining us, thank and you. Um, thank you for everyone that's listened and messaged in. Remember, do share the podcast, do join us on Saturday if um, you're listening to this before Saturday. We are live from 2.50pm before the Bly Spartans game to build up to give you the team news and everything like that and we bring you the full 90 minutes and we'll be back next um, we'll be back next Wednesday I believe uh, and also as well on a side note this was the 200th show um, so um, we, we didn't have a big fanfare because uh, you know we, we just we've got <laughs> enough going on exactly exactly <laughs> we may try and have a, a celebratory live one hopefully maybe get someone from the club yeah, to join us we'll why? do one from the tons or well, something just, like that we'll, when we'll, we'll celebrate the 200th show at when the cartoons yeah right well say thank you very much for listening and um, we'll see you next week and uh, enjoy yourselves it's a good time to be a Gator fan bye see you later Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. 
See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific Segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question. But with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific Segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.